Today is Tuesday, the 15th of August. My name is Ben, and God has gathered us to say the daily office. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall show forth your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 104, beginning at verse 1, finishing at verse 24. Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, you are very great. You are clothed with splendor and majesty, covering yourself with light as with a garment, stretching out the heavens like a tent. He lays the beams of his chamber on the waters. He makes the clouds his chariot. He rides on the wings of the wind. He makes his messengers winds, his ministers a flaming fire. He set the earth on its foundations so that it should never be moved. You covered it with the deep as with a garment. The waters stood above the mountains. At your rebuke, they fled. At the sound of your thunder, they took to flight. The mountains rose, the valleys sank down to the place that you appointed for them. You set a boundary that they may not pass, so that they might not again cover the earth. You make springs gush forth in the valleys. They flow between the hills. They give drink to every beast of the field. The wild donkeys quench their thirst. Beside them, the birds of the heavens dwell. They sing among the branches. From your lofty abode, you water the mountains. The earth is satisfied with the fruit of your work. You cause the grass to grow for the livestock and plants for man to cultivate, that he may bring forth food from the earth and wine to gladden the heart of man, oil to make his face shine and bread to strengthen man's heart. The trees of the Lord are watered abundantly. The cedars of Lebanon that he planted, in them the birds build their nests. The stork has her home in the fir trees. The high mountains are for the wild goats. The rocks are a refuge for the rock badgers. He made the moon to mark the seasons. The sun knows it's time for setting. You made the darkness and it is night when all the beasts of the forest creep about. The young lions roar for their prey, seeking their food from God. When the sun rises, they steal away and lie down in their rocks. Man goes out to his work and to his labor until the evening. O Lord, how manifold are your works. In wisdom you have made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. He begins verse 5 of chapter 18 of the book of 2 Samuel. And the king ordered Joab and Abishai and Ittai, deal gently for my sake with the young man Absalom. And all the people heard when the king gave orders to all the commanders about Absalom. 
So the army went out into the field against Israel, and the battle was fought in the forest of Ephraim. And the men of Israel were defeated there by the servants of David, and the loss was great on that day, 20,000 men. The battle spread over the face of all the country, and the forest devoured more people that day than the sword. And Absalom happened to meet the servants of David. Absalom was riding on his mule, and the mule went under the thick branches of great oak, and his head caught fast in the oak, and he was suspended between heaven and earth, while the mule that was under him went on. And a certain man saw it and told Joab, Behold, I saw Absalom hanging in an oak. And Joab said to the man who told him, What? You saw him? Why then did you not strike him there to the ground? I would have been glad to give you ten pieces of silver and a belt. But the man said to Joab, Even if I felt in my hand the weight of a thousand pieces of silver, I would not reach out my hand against the king's son. For we're now hearing the king commanded you and Abishai and Ittai, for my sake protect the young man Absalom. On the other hand, if I had dealt treacherously against his life, and there is nothing hidden from the king, then you yourself would have stood aloof. Job said, I will not waste time like this with you. And he took three javelins in his hand and thrust them into the heart of Absalom while he was still alive in the oak. And ten young men, Joab's armor bearers, surrounded Absalom and struck him and killed him. Then Joab blew the trumpet and the troops came back from pursuing Israel, for Joab restrained them. And they took Absalom and threw him into a great pit in the forest and raised over him a very great heap of stones. And all Israel fled, everyone to his own home. Now Absalom, in his lifetime, had taken and set up for himself the pillar that is in the king's valley. For he said, I have no son to keep my name in remembrance. He called the pillar after his own name, and it is called Absalom's monument to this day. Here ends the lesson. He begins verse 11 of chapter 16 of the book of Acts. So, setting sail from Troas, we made a direct voyage to Samothrace, and following and the following day, rather, to Neopolis, and from there to Philippi, which is a leading city in the district of Macedonia and a Roman colony. And on the Sabbath day, we went outside the gate to the riverside, where we supposed there was a place of prayer, and we sat down and spoke to the women who had come together. One who heard us was a woman named Lydia, from the city of Thyatira, a seller of purple goods who was a worshipper of God. The Lord opened her heart to pay attention to what was said by Paul, and after she was baptized, and her household as well, she urged us, saying, if you have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come to my house and stay. And she prevailed upon us. As we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit of divination and brought her owners much gain by fortune telling. She followed Paul and us, crying out, These men are servants of the Most High God who proclaim to you the way of salvation. And this she kept doing for many days. Paul having become greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And it came out that very hour. But when her owners saw that their hope of gain was gone, 
they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace before the rulers. And when they brought them to the magistrates, they said, These men are Jews, and they are disturbing our city. They advocate customs that are not lawful for us as Romans to accept or practice. The crowd joined in attacking them, and the magistrates tore the garments off them and gave orders to beat them with rods. And when they had inflicted many blows upon them, they threw them into prison, ordering the jailer to keep them safely. Having received this order, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet in the stocks. Here ends the lesson. And let us pause to reflect on God's word. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Saviour, born in the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies and from the hands of all those who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our forefather Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight, all the days of our life. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of all their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine upon those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and guide our feet into the way of peace. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. From there, he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Let your merciful ears, O Lord, be open to the prayers of your humble servants, and that they may obtain their petitions. Make them to ask such things as shall please you. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, the author of peace and lover of concord, to know you as eternal life and to serve you as perfect freedom, defend us, your humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in your defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries. 
through the might of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And God, you have made of one blood all the peoples of the earth, and has sent your blessed Son to preach peace to those who are far off and to those who are near. Grant that people everywhere may seek after you and find you. Bring the nations into your fold, pour out your Spirit on all flesh, and hasten the coming of your kingdom, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Well, friends, thank you for saying the Daily Office. Uh, and as you probably know, our readings each morning when we meet together, on Mondays through to Saturdays, uh, come from the Australian Church's list of readings for morning prayer from an Australian lectionary. Uh, so at the moment, the lectionary, in addition to the Psalms every day, uh, is taking us through 2 Samuel, uh, the, the story of King David's reign as king of Israel. And yeah, at the moment, we're seeing the terrible consequences for the nation uh, uh, and also for David and his family because of David's sin with uh, Bathsheba and all the conflict in his family and almost a civil war. And yeah, it's a good warning for us, isn't it, that, that sin has terrible consequences. And uh, yeah, last week we finished in the New Testament, John's Gospel. Uh, you might remember we already read uh, the rest of the book, uh, the last few chapters, which is more or less the story of Passion Week and Easter earlier in the year, uh, because the lectionary times those readings with Passion Week and Easter. It's very clever how it does that. <laughs> and uh, now in the New Testament, we've restarted the book of Acts. Uh, now with Paul's second great missionary journey, uh, because the lectionary paused our reading of Acts earlier in the year. Uh, for Easter and to read John's Gospel. <laughs> so now we'll start, uh, or rather we'll finish the story of Acts, uh, the story of the early church's expansion, uh, and then we'll start reading Matthew's Gospel together in a few weeks' time. And uh, yeah, at this point of the story that we're now in Acts, uh, Luke, the author of the book, who also wrote um, Luke's Gospel, uh, he starts to use we and us language in his retelling of the story. And that's because he was probably with Paul at this point. Uh, and so he's basically retelling his eyewitness testimony. Uh, so listen out for that we language as we go through. Well, God bless you, my friends. Uh, look forward to speaking to you tomorrow. Let's finish by praying. Almighty God. You have promised to hear the petitions of those who ask in your Son's name. Mercifully accept us, who have now made our prayers to you, and grant us those things which we have asked in faith, according to your will, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. May the God of hope fill us with all joy and peace in believing, through the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.